1: It is the third and final hour of the Thursday, Lori and Julia show. Once again, I want to tell you, this time next week, we will be rehearsing. We'll probably be doing a dress rehearsal. Yeah. For Project Down in Dirty 10, classic radio drama, War of the Worlds. We still haven't got our casting no we now. haven't we, got anything what what what,
2: what, what, what are we what what so how is that going to help any of us right now today on thursday really you know what i mean don't i don't i don't want any of the uh the backbone creative team to have feel any kind of pressure we're the last thing they should worry about yes
1: but you'll feel good once you find out that you I got love the lead it. no
2: listen to me Wait. i'm
3: talking so brave okay so usually you will have hissy fits you no, I, don't hissy have a, you I have wouldn't one, call
2: it a you, hissy fit, Julia. Nothing you say was... hissy fit, I say state in the facts. Okay? <laughs> There's a difference. Right? I'm kind of excited, though. Yeah, because uh, it's it's nothing, something different. It's something different, but it's
1: it's something to do. And I'm True. still confused. Is it gonna? Are, are people gonna be able to see like a Zoom kind of? No, see us in I'm gonna. Studios? I These know, it might
2: be cameras. Like it might be on a Facebook situation or something that will I'm be. Gonna available go later. Yeah, I'm gonna find if, out.
3: I'm gonna find out. It'll be available
2: later. But the idea is to get as many people listening to it uh, on Friday night right. as it's aired live, just like the real
3: deal. Project Under Eight. Here's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get. Um, watch listen and interact mm-hmm. as we work on all week long on air social media and online um that's all we know right.
2: okay I've i'll given- look for b
1: arthur maybe because she can don't answer even some more questions I mean, don't even well, worry
2: about it this is so far away still not really but we have hours of air time to fill and they'll yeah. tell us when they tell us do you know that that is our zen we can't be worried about, like, what, we might be playing well, multiple here.
3: parts. Okay. You might have to
2: get multiple acting uh, voice characterizations. How about that? Would you you
3: like- know I will fall out of character immediately.
1: <laughs> Did you hear the promo where Julia plays a Martian?
3: Play it for Lori. I don't think she's heard it.
1: Um, yeah, I'll dig it up. Um,
3: <laughs> no, he gave me coaching to play a Martian because oh, because he said I was
1: doing a bad job. I know. No, no, no. But why I'm I'm all this. my Multiple. promos are "Let's make fun of Julia"? Uh,
3: this of Julia. whole station. Yeah. I think we should not call it my tech. It should be called "Let's make fun <laughs> of Julia." <laughs>
1: well, that would even be... Eric Redlinger is doing it. Everybody's Everyone doing
3: makes it. fun of me.
1: Uh, let's Just see here because they love. That's right. Here's uh, the promo where Julia uh, plays uh, a Martian. Let's see if you
3: <laughs> a robot.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Well, both. Yeah. Well, you play.
3: I don't know what it is. I thought it was something.
1: Um, already, I'm tired of this game. Okay, fine. <laughs>
3: no. You've already
1: bored. No, follow through. I'm ready. Okay, here it comes. On Friday, yeah. October 30th, you'll hear the My Talkers battling aliens from Mars during our live adaptation of War of the Worlds. It might sound something like this Pew 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 pew. pew. Take that, Martians. Oh, no. I am
2: hit. <laughs> Are we? Julia, you're not a robot. You're a Martian. Beep, boop,
3: boppity, beep, boop, bop. Still a robot, Julia. <laughs>
1: All so, right, so there you go.
3: Because we were in two different rooms. We didn't hear Lord, you. Laura, you got to use her. Pew, 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 pew. Take that. And Marco said, like, no. Dude, he's like moving his arms up and down like a yeah, Martian, yeah. talk like a Martian. So that that solved nothing. Yeah. Really Tickets are only $10, do. but it all goes to a good cause, mm-hmm. and then we're all raising money, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I We've, should
1: and uh, I should read the four charities real quick. Little yes. Brothers, Friends of the Elderly, yeah. Alina Health, Caring for the Care- Caregivers Fund, Every Meal, and Springboard for the Arts. So they're all good things luck. that are, pe- mm-hmm. you know, people that are going through a hard time because oh, of COVID, we're yes. going to try to help.
3: Perfect. Thank you for doing that. Okay. I'm going through a hard time right now. Are you? What's that? Um, my Hyundai remote start car is not working. Oh,
2: <laughs> this is what you call
3: rich car problems. Okay. I, for three days since it got cold, have been trying to set up my remote start. Mm-hmm. I've registered. They've got three different credit cards now. Still I would trying say to make it
2: for for me, that has, that's been the most luxurious car thing that ever happened to me when that oh. When that happened. The remote oh. start. The remote car start.
1: Everybody I've ever talked to thinks it's the best thing that they it's, do. Oh, it's, it's
2: the best. It, it is kind of like, yeah, it's like, you know, DVR versus, you know, having to VCR. You know, it's just, there's no comparison. There isn't. To have that. But I think also because I remember for so many years being, you know, living in Minneapolis, doing street parking. Shoveling my, you know, the car, and the car always being cold, or being in high school, or college in Duluth, where I mean, you oh, know how freezing. flipping cold it is up there, freezing, just and then the wicked wind. Really spent a lot of years just paying the cold piper car price. <laughs>
3: <laughs> my last so car, that luxurious. I've loved having me. a starter more than anything, but this is BS.
2: Yes, I, I, because Lori's, of course works right away. Well, Julia, you know, I I'm I lease a car. I don't own a car. So, when you lease a car, it's more easy for easy peasy, easy breezy,
3: easy something. No, it's it's he's gonna make up something. Rocco, do you do you have an attached garage?
1: Yeah, but it's only like one car. Yeah. Okay, it has like six bikes in it.
3: But and- like being a lease
2: car person is an easy way of being a quote unquote oh, sure. a car owner because you don't own it,
3: and you can turn it in now.
2: Yeah, I'm done with this one. Give me another pretty car. I don't ever want to have to fix anything. And as long you know, it's perfect. So anyway, that's all. But anyway, you're the one who got the car with the car starter, and then I was pee green. I was like, oh my
3: god. My old car had. I bought the bought I paid again. the extra for this fantastic it would certainly come a mile away right but it would and it always worked yeah i know it. and oh i loved having that's that is a nice luxury yeah
2: and it was just something i mean i can't i mean i only got my car towed a couple times but that was a painful experience and it always happens too when you're just like when "Hmm." you're cold when you're poor too this is what i felt like and i remember distinctly wanting to leave my one car there but then I was like, how am I going to get to work? I don't know how the bus works. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, so is stupid. Nobody
1: that, wants to get on the wrong bus.
3: Yeah, right. That's you know like why? a fear. Instead, is, if you
1: get on the wrong light rail, there's only so many places you right. can go. But if you get on the wrong bus, you might end up in East St. Paul. You're and, right and, about yeah. that.
3: And that think, used to be a fear and double check. I feel like that way in the subway, like in New York City, you just look again and look again. Look and again, I just, and are yeah. you sure this is the right way? Uh, what's up and what's down? What's east and west? How are we doing this?
2: Okay, can we just look at um, talk about a glitter tux filled trailer? And that is the Ryan yes. Murphy yes. movie that uh, Netflix released a trailer. Holly posted for us. It's called. It's a Broadway musical called The Prom. So this is different, taking something that was on Broadway and bringing it to, to film. Yes, and um, I mean, Cats I guess it's, did
3: that, Lori? Yeah. Cats. Cats, it? yeah. And There's been was, many of these things yeah, that happened. True, but they Hamilton. Don't. Hamilton, yeah. yeah but I
2: don't either. know. Okay. But this, I don't know. It's Ryan Murphy, and it's Meryl Streep. It's Nicole Kidman. James Corden. That was the only part that I said, uh-oh, when I watched the trailer. Andrew uh, Rannells, you know, from... Broadway, yeah. Well, he was in the Book of Mormon yes, the original. He's, he's so funny. He's so fun. Anyway, it looks like you know it celebrates movie. It celebrates Broadway, and it's supposed to be very, tra- you know, it's going to be very translatable, that, you know, and it looked good. It did look good. Except for when I saw James Corden, then I got all nervous.
3: Is it because he was in Into the Woods and Cats, or what is it, or is it his personality? All of it, all of we it. used to love him.
2: No, and I still do like him, but yeah. I don't know.
1: And did any of us see cats? We none of us did. Right? No, no, how it, it looks so
2: bad. It looks so <laughs> I bad. I hated the show. <laughs> I mean the Broadway show. I, I hated it. If it wasn't for that one song, Memories and I just kept staying. All alone staying at, in the I mean, I I'd never taken you know I'd never taken a hallucinogenic the first time I saw that show. Oh, and I was Lori, how, how did you miss out on taking like a- acid before going City? to Cats? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes. And I and I felt like I was having some kind of a hallucination <laughs> when that show started. <laughs> I just hated this. Anyway. And it stays with, plus, uh, plus, you know, my very first Broadway show ever was Starlight Express. Which was the worst show, show ever in America roller skates. Too. Yeah, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. So you don't know, and not every is a hit, but Ryan Murphy, this trailer, it's glittery, it's tuxedo-filled, it looked good.
3: It kind of looks fun. It really does, I have to admit. And
2: it's going to not be, till, it's going to be December Netflix.
1: And is it set in the present day? Like yes, a, is it like yes, it is. Okay. I don't it's know. not like an old school prom. Yeah,
3: I don't like, know what the story is around this one person wanting to go to prom if she wasn't allowed to. I don't isn't know the it back tales as all this time, <laughs> Julia and
2: Minnie. This teen is my movies. story. I Pretty wanted to go to prom. And, uh,
3: I wasn't asked, to so we so I with So
1: I was just kind of reading about it. It says the Broadway musical comedy. This is from IndieWire. Okay, follows a group of washed-up Broadway actors to, who help a lesbian go to prom as part of a PR stunt.
2: Okay. Fantastic. Love and it. And it was
1: a Broadway show before it was a movie, right? Is that yes. Okay.
2: Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So it looks good. All right. We,
3: yes. Yes. I say yes.
2: Like we'll look
3: forward up. to that in December. But let me put it on the, the calendar. calendar. Is it December 21 or 22 or is it this year? And
2: I don't know. This year. I just had, I only had time to look at one. Um, oh, uh, shoot. One this is going to be disappointing.
3: No, The Witches, you know, the Anne Hathaway yeah. movie. But it's on HBO Max.
2: Yes. Um, well, according to this reviewer, nobody asked for this wimpy, rolled, doll movie. Well,
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. I do love a good reviewer with a How good. How is the tongue. once
2: great Robert Zemeckis gone and gussied up a story of a boy trying to stay safe amid a plot by secret witches? To rid the planet of kids by turning them all into mice, you know, because it's a world doll story. So they're always very dark, dark stories. Yes. But he just said, this is just bad. a piece
3: of crap. Rolled a up a crap, into but it. It cute. It did look cute. So tread carefully around that So this gives everyone another opportunity to watch Hocus Pocus. Because, well, it's a PG
2: movie. So. A lot of people with kids are going to tur- turn in, tune into it, I guess. that's what <laughs> Go to PG. the old
3: standby hocus pocus. You're, no, no. It's a safe You're not fact. even talking
1: about the Borat 2, which is no. coming out tonight, right? Oh,
2: yes. Okay, yes. so here's the deal. That so, is getting good
1: reviews.
3: Okay, so Chris um, Hewitt, we were texting because he's going to be on next week from Star Tribune. He's, his review says Borat 2, Sasha Baron Cohen is back. To mess with your head and heart. He loved it, loved it. He got it three and a half out of four oh, stars. Okay, good. I read another review. This is freaking awesome about Borat. So and I,
1: I kind of. loved the
2: first one. It was so funny. Oh it was my God.
1: That's, yeah, there were scenes where it's just you. So were crying. funny. And do you crying.
2: guys. Here's my best trivia about that Sasha, the Karen first Korn? one, the first okay. Borat. <laughs> In Pamela Anderson's divorce papers from Kid Rock. The reason for divorce was Borat. I remember she did this. that Borat appearance. She did not tell her husband. Kid Rock flipped the hell out and they ended their marriage. That was the final, you know, whatever nail in the coffin for the two of them. And that is isn't. An, and he, he has, um, has Sasha Baron Cohen has verified that story and that he's had a conversation with her about it. And she said, "Yeah, that's why I got divorced, and I put <laughs> Borat as the reason for this divorce."
3: I absolutely love it. Is it going to be on Netflix?
2: Uh, or do Amazon, Amazon Prime. I think it's right? on Amazon. Oh, do we have to pay for it? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if you have, if Amazon, you have Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime, Prime? Don't. No. Right. That's a silly
3: question, girl. Well, I, Lori, mm-hmm. somehow I'll have to buy it, even though I have Amazon Prime, and you'll get it for free. No, this is the story.
2: Get out yeah. of here! All right, we got to go and time for the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert.
0: You <laughs> don't Hey, Holly. Hello, Lori. Hello, Hello Julia. Oh, girls. I'm here. I made it back from the rest of your floor. <laughs> Woo! Made it just in time. Look, I know. Well, we got to talk about some dirty business that's been trending all day this afternoon, uh, all day, all this afternoon, all this morning. It's the release of the 2016 deposition of Jeffrey Epstein's alleged accomplice, Ghislaine Maxwell. They have been unsealed by a judge today, and it's more than 400 Pages of this deposition, and uh, Gillian- is this
2: can I, is this the yes. deposition that happened because of the lawsuit that Virginia Jeffries? Hit Ghislaine Maxwell with, and then Ghislaine settled with her. Is
0: this that deposition? Yes, I believe okay. that is the case. Okay, so that and this is-, is all about the
3: pedophile stuff with Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein yeah. Yes,
0: yes. Mm-hmm. So the, the plaintiff in this case, yes, is Virgin.
2: All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Diener hosted the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer,
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house.
0: Uh, Virginia Giffrey and uh, against Ghislaine Maxwell. And it's over 400 pages. So I'm going to give you kind of the report of the report. And I've been following this journalist, Julie K. Brown. She works at the Miami Herald. And she's the one who wrote the big expose on Jeffrey Epstein. Incredible work. and That got him arrested, right? That eventually got him arrested. Mm -hmm. You're right. And what her perspective is is that uh, we're not getting a lot of information about people who are in positions of power. Their names have been redacted. She points Uh. out uh, that the documents are heavily redacted. Names blacked out include Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, Alan Dershowitz. We're not seeing their names. However, we are seeing names of several other victims. Uh, Julie K. Brown is also reporting that the court redacted the names of other men who may have been present at Jeffrey Epstein's homes or on his plane. And it's unclear on what basis these names were redacted. You know
2: what? I'll tell you what. The devil works harder. Chris Jenner works harder. But nobody works harder than the lawyers of the rich and powerful men of the world. There you go. There you go.
0: Isn't that the truth? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Ghislaine, in this deposition... She says she earned a six-figure salary while working for Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein. She was kind of an estate manager. Uh-huh, is kind that of? What you called yeah, it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and okay. a, and, a, and a massage scout. Oh! oh. Okay, I gotta oh like my. that title.
2: No, but I That's mean... terrible. Oh,
0: no. Right, so Ghislaine adds that she started working for Jeffrey Epstein back in 1992 before the two came became romantically involved Ghislaine said that she was consulting and helped him decorate houses and hiring staff to help him run those houses. Uh, She said she was also responsible for scouting masseurs to give Jeffrey Epstein massages, but denied in the deposition that those massages were sexual in any way. So
2: we're going to be getting a lot, because there's, I mean, we've got to have reporters that are going through these, like, to even tell us what you're telling us right now. We're just waiting for people to go through this.
0: I mean, that's a lot of pages. Mm -hmm. It is a lot of pages, and people are going through these. But I think that really the big takeaway is from Julie K. Brown We're not getting any names in these documents. They have all been redacted. Buckingham
2: Palace breathed a big sigh of relief because I think Julie K. Brown was excerpting parts that had the names redacted, but you could tell by what the questioning was about. Like about the puppet, which apparently Prince Andrew liked using a puppet to play with some of these girls. Okay, that's just so close. and and also I think didn't didn't she have a you can't handle the truth matter? Oh yeah. Remember from Filthy Rich how Jeffrey Epstein they people are coached into how to act yes. at a deposition. Yes. yes. I can't remember. Could you phrase the question right. again? Yes. I mean there's all these obfuscation tactics. Yes. So did she have a "you can't
0: handle the truth" moment? Oh yeah, she was pounding the table. Flew into a rage at one point during this deposition. Pounding on the table. That's all part of the record, right? That is on the record. She pounded the table. She knocked over a computer. And you're exactly right when you're mentioning that people who are sitting for these depositions when they're in this position of power and they have access to these kinds of attorneys, they are coached to the nth degree, and you can see that in Ghislaine Maxwell's deposition because the way that she comes back at the questioning from the prosecutors it's getting around the questions i mean there's one point where she's being asked about sex toys where she's being so deliberately obtuse it's infuriating to read it yeah wow <sighs> so we're kind of getting some things and then we're also not getting a lot of anything all right. So
2: well, the, the they did a good job of protecting a lot of powerful men. They, that's what you said. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. two of the girls were fourteen at the time, and their names weren't redacted. Right. That's terrible. Isn't that okay, terrible? That's just terrible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's <sighs> just really nasty stuff when you think about the layers of of just oh. There's awful.
2: no way she doesn't take a plea deal. Deal. She right. will face 35 years in prison. Right. She's 55. She's probably been singing and singing and singing and it's so dirty they can't even figure out what to do with it.
0: Yeah, she's <sighs> her trial is due to start in July of 2021. So we have to wait a little bit before the ball starts rolling with that. And
2: I and I'm sure she's paying for protection. Oh yeah, she would have to
3: in the in prison. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we've watched the show. We've
2: watched we've the, watched the, show, the prison shows.
0: We've gone <laughs> to prison. We saw on TV. Abby the dance mom <laughs> even go to
3: prison. Right. We
0: sure did. Oh
2: boy. Uh, All right. That so that just makes me sick. But I bet yeah. Buckingham Palace breathed a sigh of relief. Oh. That Prince Andrew's name wasn't was, was redacted.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yes. Well, we haven't heard the end of the story of Ghislaine Maxwell, and quite frankly, I don't think we've heard the end of Prince Andrew's story no, we either. Haven't. Involved in this by any means. Uh, so let's move on to Matthew McConaughey on the Howard okay. Stern show. So he's promoting his book Green Lights. You guys have been talking about yes. it the past couple of days. Are you going to read it?
2: Well, yes or listen to it. I thought I might other. listen to
0: it. Mm-hmm. Does he narrate it himself? Yes, yes, he does. Oh, yeah, take a listen to that. Uh, Matthew McConaughey on the Howard Stern show promoting his memoir Green Lights, and he reveals that he was once estranged from his mom Kay for 8 years.
2: What? Because so close with his mom.
0: Right. Well, the reason that he was estranged from his mom is because he was that close, you guys. So apparently they would have really intimate conversations as you would with a parent. Uh but the problem was is that mom kept on leaking their private conversations to the press.
3: Oh no, That's really directly bad. to well, the press. Remember, this is what happened with Jennifer Anderson and her mother.
2: Yeah, Remember? this would happen. Meghan Markle and her yeah, dad. And her dad. Um, yeah. they, they yeah. won't find out it's from you, and you'll get paid a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! Wow, that's
0: kind of juicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, you know, says of his mom, nobody's perfect. This was out of the realm of any relationship my mom ever had, and. You know, it, it just was like, well, maybe I can't really have these conversations with you. But he said over the years, he's forgiven her and mm-hmm. uh, that mom, Kay, is quarantining with his wife, Camilla, and all their kids. So mm-hmm. he said it was a tough eight years, but we went through it and we're on the other side of it and that it's good. So it seems like time heals all wounds. And, wow, you know, it's like, I
2: always think that's why Madonna and her brother broke up yes, that when he Michael needed money. Coney.
3: Yes. He right. money, and, yes. and, and he would something stupid, and he would tell yeah.
2: stories, yep. and oh. that's very forgiving of uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, well, all. He knew his mom was selling him out to the tabloids. Wow, it's all part of the journey, man. Theory, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I, I laugh, but this is a theory that I've had in all. We have done, we've looked at theories, we've looked at studies we've been doing this for a long time, and the one thing I can just say with sure a sure theory is that there will always be money to
3: study dogs Lorreen. <laughs> Dogs are man and, man and woman's best friend, people's but, best friend. Do you guys think that you do see a lot
2: of studies about dogs? You're not crazy. There are a lot of studies about dogs. And they're, I think they're, they're loved, they're used for, uh, but there's a, I just think that
3: if you're angling to do a study, shoot for the dogs, Lori. The, you, the, the dogs. You'd get you the money. You'd get the money and you'd be able to do a good fun project for your PhD or yeah, math. Uh, that's right. And I absolutely, Absolutely love this.
2: And even though researchers at Colorado State University proved this theory in 2012, um, the uh, University of Glasgow in Scotland got uh, some big money. And what they wanted to find out is, you know, what kind of music does, you know, old doggy, doggy,
3: your doggy, like, like to listen to? Oh, it's not, oh, look at the doggy dog. Yeah, in the no. Window. What, I, what kind of What kind of music? Does a girl? dog prefer uh,
1: classic jazz? Okay,
3: I'm going to say, um, yeah, I'm going to um folk, <laughs> folk singer songwriter Barbara Streisand. No, well, Julia, you're not too far off. The two
2: types of music that showed the highest positive changes in behavior in this recent study, in the one in Colorado and others before it, is that reggae music oh. and soft rock maybe a little Yacht Rock, also known as, have the highest positive changes in All right. doggy behavior. All right. The music that performs the worst, it boosts anxiety and unrest in the dogs, just like sometimes it does in the human population. Heavy metal. Oh. They found that heavy metal totally makes uh, your dogs anxious. So sometimes people leave music on for their that's, yes, 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 yes. Some people leave the radio yes. and whatever. It's television. Compa- and, and you, you might flex. wonder why your dog has misbehaved. Well, it might have been. You might have the wrong station set. You might not have the right dial. All right. You might be taking your dog in your car and you love your heavy metal, but your dog is going crazy. Hurts his ears or her ears. Oh,
3: Lord, look at you. No, I'm throwing that everyone. theory No, in, I know you are. But You're, you just know it does.
2: That's an unofficial theory that, of course, that would, uh, heavy metal would boost anxiety in that dog. Oh, I
3: would never. So sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. It It boosts anxiety in me.
1: Yeah. It boosted anxiety in my mom in 1987 when I was (laughs) blasting it to my room. Right,
3: right. No,
2: it truly, but it's fulfilling, you know, the testosterone, ah, you know, all that energy. Oh, it sounds it sounds like a lot. Anyway, that when they study how dogs respond to different styles of music, it's reggae and soft rock that the dogs really, really, really like. And right, you can institute change in them on if they're acting up when
3: you're gone. And we're going to have to wait till they do the study, study on the cats.
2: They don't study cats as much, <laughs> do you? Okay, the money goes to the dogs. Okay, that's that's theory number one.
3: Okay, it's a lot more money in dog okay. food. They eat a lot more.
2: We really are, this is a theory that we really are getting more dumb when it comes to cars. As cars get smarter, we get dumber.
3: Well, they're making them so you can't even fix them yourself. Nearly half of drivers find their own cars so confusing
2: they don't even know how to pop their hood.
3: Well, I tried to do this the other night and I pulled on something in my thing. Uh, because You had no idea where it was? You well, don't understand I, the I'm language. I'm just going to tell you seriously I pulled part of my um mm-hmm. my thing off the front like my dash mm-hmm. trying to open it.
2: Yeah. 3 in 10 don't know how to put air in their tires. I know how to, I just did that. 1 in 4 have no clue about t- uh, tire tread. Uh, half of them don't even know how to refill
1: their windshield washing and they
2: don't
3: <laughs> know how really to pop bad. their hood. That's really bad.
2: I
1: tried to jump my wife's car this okay. summer, and I, I don't know, some of these new batteries, you know, you're just supposed to look for the, the one that has the plus. The right, the right. I, I looked at her battery, and I'm like, I don't know what any, I, I didn't see a plus. I didn't Serious? see a I'm like, what is this? It was super confusing.
3: Okay, can I just tell you a funny mm-hmm. story? So yes, you're right, Rocco. We're not alone. No, we're I remember when this. I got my um my hybrid car, my Prius? I went from a minivan that like burned down on the way to work, which didn't last its miles, to a Prius, the tiniest car in the world. One day it needed to be jumped. We couldn't find We didn't know where the battery was. No. It was like. Because there is no battery. No, there was a battery. <laughs> no, there a is power a battery. Pack. It's a power pack. It's a but power we, pack. But it is a battery of some sort. Yeah. And we couldn't find it in the car. Yeah. It's so hidden. But you're right there. you left it on. I left, mine on oh, too, I left my car Oh, I've left my car on all the time here because you couldn't mm. even hear it. But yeah. the batteries are tricky. Yeah. But they're saying that some there was a study like they had a farmer running around and what's the green company, you know, the green tractor company, John, John Deere, Deere, and saying that these new tractors and everything's so advanced, you can't even find anyone to fix them. You have to go to the main maintenance hub yeah. somewhere, I mean, because everything's digital and everything right now. I think that was on 60 Minutes or something.
2: More drivers say they're worried about the color of their car than how everything works because the technical jargon is overwhelming. Well, all
3: right, I'm just going to give one more plug. Because it's winter now, your tires have um restricted. Yes, rest- constricted or whatever the word is. Put more air in your tires, people. You need it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Because it yeah. just happened to me. Mine went from like, mine went way down. Very true. And it's the newer cars tell you. Mm-hmm. Tire alert, tire emergency yeah yeah
1: we started yeah. doing the snow tire thing a couple years ago and it, it was we difference. like it yeah yeah you got to go pay somebody to take them ah. on and off every season or whatever but it was you know it makes a difference
3: it does i did it with the prius because it was so lightweight; it was like a toboggan i just slid oh, everywhere i just slid everywhere but mm. you're right Rocco. those and nobody
1: could hear the toboggan no. <laughs> sliding no. i you. did a
3: 360 <laughs> going downtown minneapolis on um 94 going um through on 94 and I just did a complete 360. No, my car was so small. I didn't hit anyone. And then I spun around and just went right ahead. It was like I planned oh, yeah. to do the triple locks. <laughs> I meant to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Ta-da! No one hit me and Look I didn't me. hit a wall.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we just, we were, were confused by...
3: Uh, and, and Lori, because comes- have you ever known how to lift your hood? Uh, uh, I don't believe you would ever do that. Have you ever put air in tires? Come on, let's be honest. You've been with Casey, what, 23 years, my bro? Julia. I don't, can't imagine you touching any of these
2: things. I always... Um, I'm trying to think. I have put air in tires before. I think I did put it in my Plymouth Laser.
3: Okay, this is 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I know Rocco. it. I know it.
2: It's been a long time. And <laughs> even before that, <laughs> my dad would laser? service my oh, yeah. car. Oh,
3: yeah. this had- I had a
2: Plymouth Laser. Rocco was the sweetest ride. <laughs> I've never even heard of that, I don't think. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was only made for like two years. Oh, God, that's funny. <laughs> we also drove Ferrero's, Rocco, if you've ever oh, A, Fierro? a Fierro? Yeah. I had Fierro. It mm-hmm. was mine. It was my boyfriend's, yeah, but he same. let me ride it. Mm -hmm. It was so good. I was forwarded.
1: Plymouth Laser.
2: Plymouth Laser. It was only made two years. From 89 to
1: 94. 94,
2: and I think I got it in 92. It was the first year it came on my uncle. He was like, you're getting divorced. You should have a hot sports car. (laughs) Don't tell me anymore. I I drove like a two-door Ford Explorer to Duluth and drove home with my brand new 92 Plymouth Laser which was six speed and all wheel drive and do you know that? I lived in Uptown that thing went like a plow through Through the snow snow. yeah, because it was all wheel drive and I had six speeds it was just a monster, I loved it
1: Hey, check this out, I was googling it Tina Turner did ads for Plymouth (laughs) Laser Laser. (laughs) Would I hear it? Yes, please A comparison between the Plymouth Laser and Tina Turner Ooh both are exciting (laughs) both have great lines and both really know how to move unfortunately the plymouth laser is the only one you can take home with you Laser, nineteen ninety. Great
3: lines, and both know how to move.
2: And my uncle, you know, I drove for whatever. You know, this is my uncle Craig. He's only ten years older than me, and I drove right up to him. And I, I just was just, I just told him, and I probably was going to make a plan to no cell phone, so make a plan to meet at the Saratoga. That was where he was going to <laughs> church, yeah.
3: Club Saratoga, it, Club Saratoga. Mm-hmm.
2: And he's, what are you driving? And I said, I'm driving this stupid thing, and he says, yours? Yes, it's mine in the divorce. And he goes. If you're going to be divorced, you should have a great car. And I'm like, I want one. Can I get one today? And he's like, let's look around. You're right. I should. And I drove home in that. And it was just really cheered me up like you wouldn't Yeah, I believe it. It really did.
1: This conversation (laughs) took place at the Club Saratoga. (laughs) Was it jazz? No, I bought it that day from my uncle. Then met him later.
3: In my you know, we did it all that day. Her uncle famously had a heart attack at the at the toga. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: oh yeah. He got saved Remember? by a
2: dancer who was going to nursing school. Mm-hmm.
1: Saved wow. his life. Yeah, you turned me on to jazz at the toga. Oh, that was we've had some best. good times there.
2: Oh yeah. Anyway, so good <laughs> good times, who knew Tina Turner? Well, that's probably why my uncle knew I'd love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knew right how to cheer me up, let me tell you. I love
3: that.
1: All right, listen, we'll be right back. Okay, ladies, I, I I poked the bear. I, I went next door to our boss, B. Arthur. Yes. And I was like, "Can you explain again what's going on?" She gave me this look, and uh, then she sent us an email. So here, for your ten dollars, which is going to go to four great charities, here's what you get: you get a private YouTube link that we'll send you that gives you access to the video version of us performing War of the Worlds, and that you can watch that Friday at seven p.m. on YouTube, and you can, and it's available all weekend until Sunday at eleven. And because then, on our
2: regular station, the replay will be airing. No, it won't, Lori.
1: No. Well, this is video. This is a YouTube thing. Okay, I'll get, got I'll it. get to what's oh, going maybe. on on the radio. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, on the if you want, um, it's we're going to play it on the radio Monday. Monday at seven.
3: Okay. No, but Friday at seven is it? Well,
1: this is this is the free radio edition.
3: Oh, okay.
1: Let's say you know. Let's say you don't. You don't have the 10 bucks, you know, right, okay. let's say you don't like YouTube videos, yeah. you just want to hear it on the radio. Mm-hmm. You can do that Monday, November 2nd at seven. And then the third thing that's, uh, we should tell them about is the reunion show, which will be Friday the 30th from four to six. As always, it's super confusing because it's the During reunion, show. it's the reunion before the thing actually happened, mm-hmm. you know, so you have to sort of talk about. Something that's about to happen that hasn't quite happened yet. Well, but we'll know, still be able so to talk so about the week of.
2: Yeah, normally okay. we've been ta- we would be talking about all the antics of the house right. and right. everything that went on with us trying to raise money or different things we were learning or performing. Right, right.
1: and we st- we still will we're gonna be because we're going to be working this song all next in week. These different
2: right. studios. It is going
3: to be a so different there'll be experience. video cameras and so the the stuff yes, you pay ten dollars. There'll be
1: plenty of stuff to gossip about. I have no doubt it's going to be fun. So that's yeah. the thing. The ten dollars gets you the video link, which you can watch all week weekend and then the reunion show will be right here uh on this so the, in this show. i wonder
3: if they're gonna have us wear costumes it won't matter well it's on video though Laurie. right i True. know maybe they will would well, it be kind of fun if we were in costume well that's sometimes you know i feel like i would be a better actress if i wore Same. a wig well that's why i said yeah I, I we're wearing my wigs. wigs
2: you know should we
3: bring a Monday night or just, well, we're going to wait for direction. I, I,
2: we're going to wait. We're going to like not jump the gun. Like we usually do. <laughs> Remember?
3: Okay. So okay, we're, at, such we're st- at, we're at Mystic Lake. It's the year. It's oh. project under. That Commandant was Lory. fun staying there. Remember okay. all the clothes we brought the, oh, between the two of us. And I came down one night in all of my clothes. Remember? That was so funny.
1: <laughs> so funny. That was so much fun. That was. I didn't go to that one because I get nervous when my friends, like, do comedy. Oh, you didn't want to have second I just cringe. Time? It, w- it would have oh. been, like, two hours of me just super... Un- oh. Even if it would have been funny, this, I would have been it so you, you I mean, was cringing no, and I was there. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. No, I heard good things. I no, just,
3: there were a lot of people who okay. were talented. I was cringeworthy, that's for You're sure. So so funny that you didn't want to go rocker because you didn't no, want to be embarrassed secondhand for embarrassment
2: well, for your
1: co-workers but, i get yeah. it and even if it is funny just like the nervousness leading yeah. into it it's just uh, that
2: one i think was like the hardest in the sense that um it was like, so people had to really personal yeah that he was really, like, really, to, like you I was, went there with i was your sca- thing you were so good though I but was it was like perfect timing But it was, yeah. The riff on, oh, who thought it'd be a good idea to get divorced at
1: 50? I mean, it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I heard, Julia, you did like a a long bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, but
2: everyone. I mean, Jason. Jason and Steve. Steve would not get off the stage. So I went out there with his
3: shoe. Colleen was great. Bradley was great. I think we both threw something at him. I went out there and literally mm-hmm. threw a shoe at him because he was going into our time and it was the last night. We all just wanted to be done because there was so much still anxiety because we had so much left in the program. Yeah. He was like the school kid. He star was so good. Just he was, was going on,
2: another one. He was on <laughs> a and He was never going to get off
3: stage. He yeah. was very good.
1: Yeah. And what was last year?
3: Last art. year
2: was art. Oh, it that's was right. Yeah, I that too. It was, it was. Because we were, we'd performed the year before by doing comedy. So they took pity on us. Yes. Let us stay in a nice house, and then we got to do art, and it was so interesting. And Yeah,
1: I went to the auction. I went to the party. That was fun. It was fun.
2: totally oh, yeah. fun. It was just a really chill. Like, the zoo one was really a fun one.
3: Yes, that was.
2: You know, after we did the rock and roll, or, you know, they kind of would layer it. So next yes. year, you know, they're going to make us do some some kind of something.
3: That's m- such m- a wise prediction. Yeah, okay. but I mean, oh, yeah. cognac or cognac or Carmack or who is the guy that would Karnak, predict? Carnack, but Karnak, yeah. I like cognac. I'm
1: yeah, sure cognac you do.
3: could be my name. <laughs> cognac can do it,
2: <laughs> cognac can waddle. Thank okay. you, Raghu.
3: <laughs> but uh, yeah,
2: anyway, we'll do something though, out loud, performing wise. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, it's going to be the thing what that I've been we... begging for.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Lori wants us to, to go on a around the world trip on an airplane and be the stewardesses. And, no, and flight attendants and entertainment.
2: I want us, yeah, I want us to. Uh, well, there's two things, but I really would like us to do that where we charter a plane
3: and take it on. And to we're, Vegas. The, we're the
2: faux pretend flight attendants, but we all do our shows from Vegas and we do oh, fun yeah. stuff and you bid on it and you raise a ton of money into the privilege of traveling what this is going to cost you. Sixteen hundred dollars per person. This is not the right year, the time. No,
1: and when we're done anything, with this, Christ. everybody's going to be spending money like uh, crazy and having fun like crazy because who, we're going to be at, gonna yeah cooped up for two years. Yeah,
2: right. So anyway, so who knows? But hopefully, like it'll be you know we'll all be lucky enough. To but do what that.
3: if what if this is? I mean, this could be a lot of work. What if we have to really, Julia, learn how to read you, uh, by next week. <laughs>
2: okay, that, that is your worry. I think it's a small no, worry, no, but maybe loud. in the... Out loud
3: is the key. I can read. I read very fast, but out loud, it's the words just jump.
2: No, it's a whole different thing. I mean, we know that from watching that uh, documentary. Orson Welles was considered the greatest radio director because it's this whole different thing to make a radio show sound like you're watching... You know, like you're at, you can see it. Everything about it is making you see it in your mind. So it's got to be very descriptive and very rich. So, yes, voices, sound effect, music. Holy Toledo. Sorry. We have a great team, right, Rocco? That's right. I'm feeling really good about it. I, I'm ready to be directed.
1: Let's do it. Okay,
3: this is unusual. <laughs> I I until someone directs and then we'll see. We'll
0: we'll check back with
3: you. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. You're with us.
0: Done. Oh, you're good. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just three ninety-nine per month. Get all your favorite music ad free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit slash best music to get Live One Plus now.